Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea, and it's good to have you with us. Uh, Another week has come and gone. Uh, As a nation, uh, we have once more um, done things that are worthy of God's judgment, that are worthy of uh, brimstone and fire, the likes of which uh, Sodom and Gomorrah saw. But hey, that's just another week, isn't it? Uh, we're, we're descending faster and faster uh, into an abyss from which there will be no climbing out. There will be no uh, resurrection. There will be no rising phoenix unless the phoenix is spray painted in rainbow colors. And uh, I don't know, has a dog muzzle on because apparently that's a thing now. Um, if, if, if there's any sort of, uh, upside, if there's any sort of consolation, it's that, uh, the people that were pushed on us, let's put it that way. Um, as far as, uh, being the, the apex of what is considered, uh, hedonistically normal. Uh, are, are, are beginning to uh, show their cracks. They're beginning to uh, confirm what we have uh, all believed, that certain practices, certain things are mental issues that need to be dealt with, not validated and celebrated. Uh, we, we talked about uh, Sam Brinton, uh, the individual who uh, was in charge of uh, something to do with nuclear waste at the Department of Energy. Well, other than the fact that good old Sammy had a beard, liked to put on lipstick and dresses, apparently he liked to steal women's luggage too. Uh, they tried. They tried to, you know, ignore the first time, but people with mental illnesses don't get better on their own, do they? And so good old Sam decided, hey, I love that bag. I'm going to steal it again. Now, a non-binary Biden administration official was finally fired uh, after being charged again for luggage theft. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. It's coffee. It's black. It's something called Highlander Grog. Uh, it's, it's, it's very strong coffee, but I need it, uh, because it's Thursday and it's gloomy and I shoveled snow for most of the morning and it wasn't the fluffy kind of snow that everyone likes to shovel. It was that wet, heavy snow where you get a shovel full and and, and you're like, what is happening? Why can't I lift this? No, it's not that I'm getting older. It was the snow that got heavier. So. After all that, I need a good hot cup of coffee. By the way, this is a recording. I know. I let you know every week. Why? Because the way things are going, uh, we might be in full-blown nuclear war by the time the afternoon's upon us. 
And I wouldn't want you to go, well, he missed that one. It's sort of like, you know, America being in the Bible. Huh? Huh? Get it? Get it? it, it that's a big old blind World War III was to start before dinner or before you had a chance to listen to this and I didn't mention it. You'd be like, come on, man. Same thing with America in the Bible. If it wasn't in there, you'd sit there and scratch your head. Greatest nation in the history of the world. Why wouldn't God mention it? Come on, man. Exactly. I know. Come on, Mike. It says Babylon. Yes, I know it says Babylon. It would have been a tell if God would have said America, wouldn't have it? Why, why, why do we want everything served up on a plate? When is it that we suspended logic and reason and common sense, especially among Christendom? There's people in Christianity today filling the vacuum that have no place anywhere near a Bible. I don't know how they're not afraid. They're not going to spontaneously combust when they touch the word of God or when they see a cross. And they're bilking people for tens of millions of dollars. We talked about one of those guys last week. The guy with the $8.3 million mansion in Tampa. Who guarantees that you're going to see Jesus and the Father for a low, low cost to join his Zoom. That's right. We can't be surprised that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Because the church isn't pu pulling on the reins. The church isn't going, whoa, Nellie, we should, we should probably have a conversation about this. We, we, we should probably sit down and as adults say, no, boys can't get pregnant. No, if you were born in a human body, you can't magically become a cat or a dog or whatever else they think they're becoming. But how can we not have the boldness to stand up and say this is foolhardy this is dumb this is stupid idiotic this is brain damage this is a disease this is demonic however you want to define it it's not normal well are, are we all supposed to be normal no we're not i like menudo that's not normal i still eat it but there's a difference between liking menudo and using a litter box because you think you're a cat there's degrees so anyway, the non-binary hero nobody wanted uh, in the Biden administration because, you know, they only hire the best and brightest. This is, this is why I'm hopeful about the future. Uh, this is why I think the, the phoenix is just gassing up, kids. The, the phoenix is about to shoot through the basement floor and prove me wrong. That's right. Rising phoenix. Grow up. If you knew what January and February were going to look out through, look, look like throughout the world, uh, you'd, you'd start, you know, uh, preemptively taking heart medication. I know, American prophetic, but the pink-haired lady said, by the way, my brother's been uh, playing me some uh, snippets from the pink-haired lady. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm more and more reticent to defend the idea of prophetic, at least as far as in America, modern day prophetic is concerned. I still believe prophecy is available. I still believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But come on, man. 
you, you, can't, you can't suspend reason and believe some of the things that this woman is saying. The, what was it he showed me this morning that you're going to swim in a lake of chocolate milk that you can also drink from? Chocolate milk? Mmm, tell me more. Like, why? This is serious business. This is about eternity. This is about men's souls. This is about whether or not they'll be able to stand, having done all to stand. This is about enduring to the end. This is about not being deceived. We're talking about jello houses in heaven and, and, and waterfalls of chocolate milk. Maybe her pet dinosaur took a dump on the top of the waterfall and it turned into chocolate milk by the time it hit bottom. Have seconds, lady. I can't. I, it, <laughs> this, this sort of thing... It doesn't depress me. I don't get depressed. I, I, I know depression's a real thing, Mike. I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I don't get depressed. Because any time I flirt with the idea of being sad, all I got to do is look at my five-year-old. And, and she's, she's just a ball of sunshine. She's just a ball of funny. So I can't. When my kids are around, I can't get depressed. But it's upsetting. That so many people, given the lateness of the hour, are still indulging in this, this, this childish nonsense. So back to Sam, you know, the guy that was supposed to lead the way for more mentally ill men pretending to be women or non-binary or whatever else you want to call it. That's not very loving. Shut up. When they put you on a train car and send you off to a camp, you can tell them that's not very loving too. Do you understand that if these people could have their way, you would not exist as a Christian in America today? That's not very loving. I'm not supposed to love darkness. I'm not supposed to love sin. I'm not supposed to love hedonism. I'm sorry. I'm just different. I thought we were supposed to allow for other people's differences. This, but this, this, this is what cowardice does. You point to the people that still have a backbone. You point to the people that, that, that can still stand under the pressure. And you start attacking them because you see in their bravery your own cowardice. Are you trying to psychoanalyze me, man? I thought you were a preacher. I'm a lot of things. I can read you like a book without cracking you open. I choose to be a nice guy because, you know, I'm a nice guy. But when you start conflating things and when you oh, that's not very loving, I'm not supposed to be loving to mental illness. Get some help. You're supposed to say get some help. You're not supposed to give them a position in the Department of Energy. A Biden administration official who identifies as non-binary, of course he does, has been dismissed from his position at the Department of Energy in response to multiple allegations of luggage theft. Now, consider how deep the illness goes, because this man surely is aware 
that by getting a job at the Department of Energy when he's nowhere near qualified for it is like Willy Wonka's golden ticket. I mean, there's, there's no way this man will ever have a job that's as cush, as easy, and uh, as, as profitable as the one he just got fired from. Somewhere he must have rationalized this in, in his polluted mind. Even with all that, he couldn't help himself. Even with all that, he couldn't smack his own hand and say, don't steal it, because you might get caught. Not once, but twice. Now, if he's gotten caught twice, how many times do you think this actually happened? If he's gotten caught twice, how many times do you think he's done it? Somebody should go check his mama's attic. I'm sure you'll have an entire luggage store of stuff up there. It's like the people that go into Walmart and steal and get caught. It's my first time. Shut up, liar. Your first time. Your first time today, maybe. So if this man got caught twice, it means he did it a lot. Now, apparently his tastes have, uh, you know, uh, gotten better with time because, what, the last one was like a $1,500 bag. Who pays 1500 bucks for a bag? Seriously now, I know. Well, if you don't have the money to spend on yourself, no, I'm, I'm taking Juanita Bynum's course on prayer for 1500 bucks. I, I don't have any disposable income left. I kid, of course. But by the way, just an FYI, because my, my brother sent this to me, and it's uh, if you can't afford the $1,500, yes, I sipped again. If you can't afford Juanita's $1,500, Bethel Church is putting on a, uh, and it's not just prayer. I mean, Juanita just would have taught you to pray. Now, granted, she said, this ain't for the poor folk. This ain't poor folk kind of prayer. I'm going to teach you secret things. I'm like, cool. Is that like an addendum to the Bible that only, you know, uh, prosperity preachers get? Uh, the, the secret things that you're teaching, where do they come from? Because if you're going to start telling me that uh, I need to, you know, clear my mind and open my third eye, miskusi, uh, that's not Bible. That's not, that's not secret text of the Bible. If you're going to tell me that meditation and visualization uh, are, are the secrets to prayer, uh, you're crazy. I ain't giving you $1,500 to teach me Indian Hinduism. But nobody, well, well brother, you know what? What, 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 the devil, what, what? what the devil intended for evil, God intends for good. We're going that route, are we? Really? Are we? You're, 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 you're about to step in a mess that you can't clean yourself from. Because if you think you can mix poison with water and it'll taste the same, you're fooling yourself. If you think that you can adopt mechanisms from other religions that are demonstrably demonic, that you can open yourself up to third eyes and inner beings and uh, what astral projections and all this nonsense, 
and that the thing to come out of it is still pure and noble and, and, and of Christ, you're fooling yourself. But like I said, just in case you don't have the 15 hundo to uh, go to Juanita Bidem's, uh extra special prayer course, Bethel Church is putting on a healing school in January for only $149. That's a 90% savings. And they're not just teaching you to pray. They're teaching you to heal. Because it's not about the will of God. I mean, granted, Jesus said, you know, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, your will be done. But that was Jesus. You're you. I mean, Jesus didn't have enough faith to be spared the cross. You, you go to a healing school for 150 bucks, then you can like charge 150 bucks per healing, 10 healings per day. That's boom. You make enough money to go to Juanita Bynum's uh, prayers class in one day. And it's all profits after that. Think it through. How have we gotten here? That's that's the question I have. Because I know, I you know, I... Look, I... Mm, okay, this is how we got here. Everyone was silent. Nobody said a thing. We went from the apple of God's eye to the Benny Hins, and it got progressively worse. Because, as is the way with any addiction, you either up the dose, or you get something stronger to pacify you. Because these people that, that, that chase these courses and these classes and, and, and healing schools and prayer schools and all of this, somewhere deep down they know that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Somewhere deep down they know that they're not living the life that God expects them to live, and so they have to find surrogates for holiness. They have to find surrogates for righteousness. They have to find surrogates for obedience and faithfulness. Because they love their flesh more than they love God, so they're not willing to do what God requires. And so I need a Band-Aid for my bullet hole. I need a patch. I'm trying to get off them cigarettes, but I need the nicotine patch. That's the mindset most Christians have, and this is why they fall for this kind of stuff. Look, this, this is how Bethel is trying to get you to spend $149. I don't know if it's tax-free. It may be plus tax. So if you only have $149, don't get too excited. You may have to pay taxes on your purchase. But it's $149 to attend Bethel's Healing School in January. It's coming up. But 11 days left, their sales pitch is this. This school will model, impart, and empower you, regardless of your level of knowledge and experience in healing. 
by equipping you to reproduce the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. There is so much wrong with this. <laughs> Where do I start? Do I have the time? That is the question, is it not? Oh, this school will model, impart, and empower you regardless of your level of knowledge and experience in healing. That's like starting a pilot school and saying, regardless of your level of knowledge and experience in flying, we're going to put you behind the engine block of an airplane. You'll figure it out. Don't don't worry about it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's non-refundable. I mean, your your education is non-refundable. We're not giving you 150 bucks back. But but don't worry about it. We'll put you in the cockpit of a plane regardless of your experience or knowledge. I mean, the dumber you are, the better. Because it'll be easier for us to fool you. And the second thing that, as the kids like to say, is problematic (laughs) is that they'll be equipping you to reproduce the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. Um, Do you know what another word for reproduction is? Counterfeit. Let that sink in. We're not, we're not, we're not going to teach you to flow in the Holy Spirit. We're not going to teach you to pray and receive the Holy Spirit that it might operate through you. We're going to teach you and equip you to reproduce the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. They're coming out and saying it. They're admitting to it. We're going to teach you to counterfeit the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit for one forty nine ninety nine. Never, it's not ninety nine. The ninety nine cents that was for me. It's just one forty nine. How? Where do we go from here? Because in the back of my mind, that that question that Jesus posed uh, is making its way to the service more often than not. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? Regardless of your level of knowledge and experience, (laughs) power will be imparted to you. And we will equip you to reproduce the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to live holy. You don't have to deny yourself. You don't have to pick up your cross. All that stuff takes too much time. For $149, we'll teach you to counterfeit the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. And you can still do you, baby. You can still live the life you want and still be equipped Does that not sound like an exciting and enticing offer? Are you not going to your phone right now to book a seat?
for Bethel's Healing School in January. Oi, 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 oi. These are the days. This is the time. And yet, people are still hopeful. I mean, we're, we're, it's, it's like those planes that are nosediving into mountains. And, and, and to the last moment, to the point that there's a fireball, somebody's still hoping that he's going to pull up. Sam Brinton, who served as Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the U.S. Energy Department's Office of Nuclear Energy, as uh, Bush the Younger would say, is no longer employed by the administration. Do tell. Sam Brinton is no longer a DOE employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment further on personnel matters. Really? A department spokesperson told CNN on Tuesday. An MIT graduate who uses they-them pronouns and engages in LGBT activism, Brinton garnered controversy following multiple allegations of stealing luggage at airports. Indeed, an MIT graduate. I'm sorry. You know what? I've met quite a few graduates of Harvard and MIT and Yale and other places that are supposed to make you uh, stand there in stunned wonderment. They ain't so smart. I'm sorry. They have they have no 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 practical logic skills. I don't want you to regurgitate a book that was written by a nobody back in 1832. Have a conversation and let's do it logically. I can't do that. You know, the pre-existing notion that Nietzsche somehow hated humanity rather than God. Oh, shut up. I've read Nietzsche. Idiot. Anyway, back to uh, Sam Brinton and his pen shot for stealing luggage at airports. In November, Brinton was charged with felony theft after allegedly stealing a woman's designer luggage that was worth over $2,000 at Minneapolis-St. Paul. See, I, I'm behind the times. I thought 1500 bucks was a lot. Brinton reportedly used the stolen suitcase for a European trip before being contacted by authorities in October regarding the item. Brinton claimed that he had taken the bag by mistake. Oopsies. I was being my female self the other day, so I was a little, you know, scatterbrained. Ah! And, and, and that's why I took it by mistake. Republican Senator John Barroso of Wyoming, the ranking member of the Energy and Natural Resources Committee, sent a letter to Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm expressing serious concerns about Brinton in late November. Well, given that he is uh, obviously mentally ill, some alarm bells should have gone ding, ringling, ding. Uh, it is the interest of both the department's mission and our national security that the deputy assistant secretary's clearance be immediately revoked. Additionally, the department should undertake all necessary steps to terminate their employment immediately, wrote Barrasso. <gasps> That's so transphobic. It's not, he's not, he's not, he's what? Non That's so non-binary phobic, Mr. Barrasso. 
it happened once, okay, it's not going to happen again. And then, dun, dun, he couldn't, he couldn't help himself. You had a cush job at the Department of Energy. You did nothing all day but stew in your own perversion, whatever that is. And you couldn't help yourself from taking another person's luggage again. Barrasso cited a letter from July stating it was imperative that executive branch officials are free of a history of conduct unbecoming a federal service. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department recently issued an arrest warrant from Britain alleged, alleging he stole a piece of luggage at Harry Reid International Airport in July. The contents inside the bag stolen at the Las Vegas airport were estimated to be worth about $3,600, including around $1,700 of jewelry and $500 in makeup. In a strange twist, this bag also belonged to a man. I kid. That would have been, that would have been hilarious, though, wouldn't it? Because this is the age we're living in, kids. Welcome to the I, rising phoenix. That's what will save us. Repentance will save us. We're not going to do it. So eh, at least the fire will cleanse us. The case has been temporarily closed due to investigators' inability to identify an individual in the video footage. But once Brinton garnered headlines from being accused of stealing luggage in Minnesota, an officer reportedly identified Brinton as the suspect in the Las Vegas case. The warrant says Brinton can clearly be seen and identified on video stealing a woman's gray luggage suitcase from the baggage claim area at the Las Vegas airport and leaving with the item. Maybe it was his feminine self again. Brinton demonstrated several signs of abnormal behavior while taking the victim's luggage, which are cues suspects typically give off when committing luggage theft. No kidding. Uh, Brinton garnered headlines earlier this year over social media posts showing him engaging in sexually fetishistic imagery and actions. If you haven't seen pictures of uh, Monsieur Breton or Madame Breton or it, uh, just if you Google it, do it when your kids are out of the room. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. This is, this is what the federal government is hiring right now. Now, uh, uh, another uh, you know, sign that we're headed in the right direction uh, is uh, a certain drag queen that was invited to Monsieur Bedin's signing of the Respect for Marriage Act uh, and the fact that it also locked its Twitter profile because uh, some of the things it said, I know, I know, but churches are allowing them to come in the sanctuary and read to children and bounce them, bounce them on their knees. Um, if you have children, send them out of the room right now. If you're listening in the car, pause it. This, I, I can't call it a person, this beast I think that's the right way. Yes. This beast, this animal in human skin, 
uh, has been documented as having tweeted the following. Kids are out to sing and suck D. Now, if you're an adult, you know what the D stands for. This is the person that the President of the United States had at the White House while he was signing into law legislation that will criminalize you for going, this is wrong. A New York City drag performer who was invited to the White House signing of the controversial Respect for Marriage Act. That's not what it, if it was a Respect for Marriage Act, it would be between a man and a woman, period. That would be Respect for Marriage. Just saying. Has protected his tweets following what he called dangerous and disparaging attacks from Christians and conservatives. Of course, it's the Christians and the conservatives that don't want you sodomizing their children. Everyone else is okay with it. Marty Gould Allen Cummings was on hand Tuesday at President Joe Biden as President Joe Biden signed the legislation which cements federal protection for same-sex and interracial marriages. Cummings, who showed up to the event sans wig and makeup, was one of two drag performers invited to the signing along with Britta Filter. Somebody actually named Britta Filter. I'm sure it will have a job in the administration shortly. Following the invitation, Cummings tweeted, be a non-binary drag artist invited to the White House is something I never imagined. Now, a review of Cummings' Twitter profile by Fox News Digital revealed a number of controversial tweets, including a tweet that read, kids are out to sing and suck D. I know. Oh, how can you say those words? This is what these people do. And your pastors are opening their arms and their sanctuaries to them. I'm sorry if we're going to faint because I read a tweet that a pervert sent out. We have no chance of winning this. Video footage also emerged of Cummings performing the children's song Baby Shark in front of a small child while dressed in women's clothing back in 2019. The Fox Review also found several tweets in which Cummings voiced support for defunding the police. That's irrelevant to me. These people are mentally ill. Even at the sake of risking their entire careers, they will do what their predilection demands of them. It is what it is. I, uh, the, the, the loving thing. I, no, I'm sorry. I love my kids more than I love this, this beast to say that he wants to sodomize my children. How about that? If you don't understand the battlefield, you will lose the war. It's as simple as that. If you do not understand the battlefield, you will lose the war. But nobody wants to understand the battlefield because it's just too much work. You know what? I think we're going to go the other way. What is it? Uh, 
I found the article because I somebody got really a pastor said yep really a pastor said this Atlanta megachurch pastor wants to grow weed on church property to attract black males and teach them to farm well there you go bravo bravo why I can't Jamal Bryant a left-wing goat of a pastor and serial adulterer it is documented I know. Well, don't disparage a brother. If this guy's a brother, I quit. How about that? Huh? Let, let me. Just, I, I can't. I'm not going to call somebody a brother who isn't just, a, oh, let's placate everyone. No. The man is a, is a repeat adulterer. He either bribed or scared all his victims into not coming forward. And now, he's got another idea. Let us grow weed. Look, this is, this, these, these are spiritual leaders, do you understand? This isn't this is a guy living in a trailer somewhere. This is a pastor of a megachurch. And when Roe versus Wade was overturned, the man was upset. And he said that if states attempted to restrict abortion, it was racist. He actually made the claim that eliminating abortion would somehow increase the black infant mortality rate by 30%. This is how twisted the minds of these people are. During a recent episode of The Cool Sorer, I don't even know what that is. I, it's, he said he wants to grow cannabis on his church so that black males can farm it using it as an evangelistic tool and as a way to teach them a skill. So I, why not an abortion clinic in the lobby of the sanctuary? Huh? That would work. The young men go up on the roof, they get high, they get a girl pregnant, the girl comes and kills the baby. The profit margins would be astronomical, wouldn't it, Pastor Bryant? (sighs) You know what? We deserve everything that's coming. And a little extra. Creflo Dollar prophesied that people will be saved because of how rich God makes them. Glory! He doesn't specify how. Maybe, maybe, you know, start growing weed on your roof. God will make you rich that way, and then you can be saved. Boom. Creflo Dollar is one of the most infamous and successful prosperity preachers ever, joining such men as Benny Hinn and Kenneth Copeland as the trio of individuals most responsible for exporting the false prosperity gospel. At the end of 2021, he preached a sermon where he claimed to have a word from God, prophesying that 2022 would be a bountiful year. You kind of missed that one, Creflo. Not so much bounty. I know, I didn't have enough faith for the bounty. Uh, Prophesying that 2022 would be a bountiful year where the greatest move of God the world has ever seen will take place. 
we still have 11 days left. So I'm not going to say he's a false prophet. Okay. But I will say it's kind of cutting it close. Oh, oh. And that the enemies of God would repent and get saved because of how much God will bless them financially. So it's not about falling at the foot of the cross and repenting of one's sins. It's not about being convicted in one's heart for the lifestyle. No, no. The world will behold your excess. They will look at your whip and they'll look at the McMansion and they'll go, I want me some of that. How do I get some of that? Ooh, he go to Creflo's church. That's how he got rich. I'm going to go to Creflo's church so I can get rich. Hmm? I, Jesus? Where? Where? Donde? As they say in California. Donde esta Jesus? And I'm not talking about the guy clipping your grass. Thankfully, it would seem that Creflo uh, missed the mark. Maybe, maybe he'll... Uh, Recycle the sermon and say 2023. Huh? Oh, mercy. I can't. There's just what? Look. Understand that what's coming is coming fast and hot, as the kids like to say. Uh, Everywhere you look in the world, there are shortages of necessary things like electricity, like gas, like food. What was it? South Africa. Uh, their, their electricity CEO just resigned because uh, there are blackouts all over South Africa. Crimes of necessity are beginning to tick up all over. It's not just in the poor neighborhoods, but there are muggings and murders and things going on, even in affluent neighborhoods. Somebody told you about all this, about what was coming. And I'm not going to sit here and go, I told you so, because that would be pointless. But if there is precedent, if the things I've told you, even in jest, even along the American prophetic line, have come to pass, when I tell you of serious things, things that I'm not joking about, but that I see coming in the future, maybe take a minute and consider and prepare. Prepare your heart. Understand that the reason I warn of these things is not to scare you, but to make you aware that the people telling you everything is going to be all right are usually doing it with a vested interest. Somewhere in their messaging... There's always a request for funding. There's always a request for money. If they would tell you the truth, 
you'd be, let's just say, reticent in uh, handing over your hard-earned cash. But if they can somehow manage to numb you to the reality of what's going on, you may just be willing to part with your hard-earned cash. The world is falling apart. And because of the added pressure of everything that's going on in the day-to-day, more people are losing their minds. I just read an article that two parents in Iowa just drowned their newborn daughter in a bathtub because she wouldn't stop crying. Another couple shot a 77-year-old man and killed him inside his Illinois home, only going to get worse. And psychologically, more and more people are going to snap. And these stories are going to be so commonplace, you're going to see them everywhere, every day, so often, that it's not even going to make the news anymore. We're seeing all of this, but we're refusing to acknowledge it. We're seeing all of this, but we are unwilling to ascribe causality to any of it. Well, that's just the way it is. No, sin, sin made this the way it is. Rebellion made this the way it is. Disobedience made this the way it is. Turning our back on God made this the way it is. And it's not just turning our back on God. Right now, we're, we're, we're trying to egg him on. We're spitting on his shoes going, I dare you. I don't know if God wears shoes. Maybe sandals. Maybe he goes barefoot. The point is this. You can't expect the blessing of God while simultaneously doing everything God tells you not to do, while turning your back on Him, while mocking everything that He stands for. So no, I don't, I don't see a great redress. I don't see repentance. I don't see an awakening. Because we're too comfortable. We don't want to admit it to anybody. But we're too cowardly to say anything. There are people actively trying to legislate God out of your home. There are people actively trying to legislate God out of your town, out of this nation. And then all they'd have to do is say, hey, it's the law. And there are people who call themselves pastors today who will go right along with it and say, hey, it's the law. I, oh, brother, I don't know if it's really two years ago. 
Every coward put locks on his church because of the sniffles? No, well, we can't, we can't, we can't have service because uh, it's, it's the law. How come liquor stores stayed open? How come porn shops stayed open? Hmm? Strip joints. How come everything stayed open except for the church? Uh, questions you should probably ask. Things you should probably ponder. <sighs> it's not as though God didn't tell us these days were coming. I think what's what's taken a lot of people by surprise is the speed and the ferocity with which they came. We thought it would be a slow decline. It's not. It's like somebody clipping the wires of an elevator in the elevator shaft. It's just whizzing by. And when it hits bottom, you'll be lucky to survive. So yes, I I, I know that there are voices out there. These are the days of Elijah. Well, okay. I mean, it's, it's a cute song and all. But it's one thing to sing something, and it's another to see it. Because I don't know if you know this, but people sing lies all the time. I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. I'm not trying to bring you down. But we need to be aware of the times that we're living in so that we can act accordingly. We need to understand that most people who say they belong to God don't. We need to understand that most people who say they serve God don't. They serve their pocketbook. They serve their interests. They use God as the vehicle to wherever they want to go. And the moment God is no longer useful in their endeavor, they drop him like a hot potato. You don't believe me? Uh, Amy Grant. There you go. You're welcome. <gasps> Brother Mike, but Amy Grant sang that song about the angel. Yeah. And then, you know, she also got a medal with a rainbow flag on it. But hey, you know, who are we to judge? Yeah. Somebody's trying to sell you pears and they look like oranges. Maybe say something. I know, it's not your place. Then, you know what? Be content with the orange. I... They're, they're... I'm trying to be nice. I, I, it's, it's hard and it's getting harder. Because no matter how many times you point to the Word of God, no matter how many times you say to people, hey, that's not biblical, they find a reason to ignore it. And they find a reason to demonize you for saying it. They hate you for opening their eyes. And they will do everything they can to shut their eyes again and pretend as though they, they, they don't know what they know. 
That's, that's the best way I can put it. So you can try to kill the messenger, but the message is still the message. You're going to see blackouts in Germany. You're going to see blackouts in Spain. You're going to see blackouts in France. You're going to see blackouts in Italy. South Africa's having blackouts. And if they're preparing themselves for 10,000 people freezing to death, times it by 10. And that's the optimistic number. And somehow... I know it's surprising to one and all. These people still get elected. They still pass their lunatic legislation. The church says nothing because we're too busy making plans for having a weed farm on the roof of the church. Priorities, priorities, my children. Priorities, priorities. Ah, anyway, what more is there to say? Not much. But I'm sure next week there will be something else. Because it never ends. That's the thing people don't get. The only time darkness is satisfied is when it's complete when there no longer remains any light, not partial light, not just dim light. Darkness wants to eradicate light altogether. And if you are of the light, that means that darkness wants to eradicate you as well. So with that, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Um... You know what? Next week will bring its own uh, interesting stories. For now, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your kind words. And Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, on the note of Amy Grant, I will just say that that's one issue when I go to Nashville and record. I bring that up and have brought it up about her going in the gay and les- or the lesbian magazines and actually being okay with gay marriage. And if you touch these idols, celebrity idols, and you touch them and you challenge people down in the Bible Belt, as Mike started the program out, people are silent. Or they don't want to blow a trumpet, they don't want to warn, they don't want to say this is wrong because it's their, their idol. And that's what we've done. Even in Christian music, we've made them idols. And I told, Mike's the only guy I've heard in the country finally called this Kennedy Center honors thing what it is. You know, is it, is it honorable to get an honor like that? Well, the news clipping I read said that Amy had crossed over into the secular realm and kind of taken the, the Christian music into that realm as well as in the Christian realm. And I'm against that. I'm against selling out. And I'm against singing a hymn or a worship song and then singing Baby, Baby. And I'm probably one of the only artists, and I'm not boasting because it's no fun to be one of the only ones that say it's Ichabod and it's wrong. 
And I have friends down there that know her that I've challenged them. Why don't you get with her and why don't you tell her this stuff is wrong? And you get all you get back is we're praying for it. Well, the prayers aren't working like you think they're supposed to work. There's a time to pray and there's a time to challenge and confront. And I and it's like in 2010 when they had the gay music convention in Nashville. And I was only a handful of artists against it, prolifically against it, and wrote a letter to the Christian mayor of Nashville going, why would you give, why would you give them an endorsement? And told people, including the, lead, the singer from Cademan's Call that was leading the worship, how in the world do you say it was God? and sing at an event like that. And finally, God, as Mike said, spit on his feet long enough to see what happens. In April, I went to a prayer meeting, and I had a vision. I don't get visions much, rarely, but this was a God-given vision of a judgment over Nashville. Saw it very vividly, and in May, they got 23 inches of rain in two days and flooded all their centers of idolatry including the Ryman, the country church that was once the church, now it's a country music hall, that I'm against. You don't turn a church into a bar or a country music hall. And, and God allowed judgment. God allowed that city to be dealt with. And, you know, the church is just afraid to, to challenge and correct and blow a trumpet. It's like, what are we afraid of? You know what they're afraid of? They're afraid they, they will offend or they're afraid of their position, that, that their position will be maligned if they confront sin. But let me tell you what, I'm publicly stating that any Christian artist that comes out for gay marriage doesn't know God, and the church should discipline them, and any organization they're with should discipline them. And either you know your Bible or you don't. You know, same thing with Lauren Daigle going on the radio and basically stating, I'm not really a Christian artist. And then when she's asked about gay marriage, she can't say it's a sin or homosexuality. And you know what? I only have one I bow to, that's Jesus. So these people are, although I record down there, I know people that know them. I'm, I'm sad by the fact people around them won't correct them and won't challenge them and are afraid of doing that. But today because Mike brought it up. I'm glad he brought that up because it kind of ignites in my heart. Uh, these things are wrong in front of God. People are afraid to say it, but we've got to call Ichabod what it is. Do I like Amy Grant? Hey, I'm, I'm good friends with people that know her, but I don't agree with this stuff at all. And I pray God help her to repent before she meets the Lord and and recant those articles supporting gay marriage or having a lesbian and gay fan club, you know. I want to win lesbians and homosexuals to the Lord, too, but I'll never say what they do is okay. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. If you were not stirred today, well, I was stirred just listening to the broadcast. So I pray uh, God bless you and tell others about this show, and have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, 
You can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all the